Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me. My name is Bradley Shaw and welcome to Between the Covers. This evening's guest is Katie Martin, who is a playtime author and author of Annie Angel and Tiny Tina. Good evening, Katie. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very good. Thanks for joining us. And please do tell everybody listening, um, who are Annie Angel and Tiny Tina in this wonderful book? Okay, so Annie Angel is definitely the main character, the protagonist, and she is wonderfully kind. She's adventurous. She likes to help children. So what she does is she follows children and she watches them and she's trying to find children who need a bit of help, who need a bit of uh, help with their mindset. So in this book, she comes across a little girl called Tiny Tina and Tiny Tina is a lot shorter and than her, you know, her peers, and she feels a little bit insecure about that. And so basically, Penny Angel watches Tiny Tina while she tries to problem solve, she tries to fix, she tries to improve, she tries to grow and get taller, but it's just not working. So Penny Angel takes Tiny Tina on a dream journey. And on that dream journey, Penny Angel really gets Tiny Tina to think about the things she can do rather than the things she can't do. So it's very much positive thinking, getting our children to really start thinking about, oh, hold on, are these thoughts helpful or are these thoughts unhelpful? And then um, thinking about ways to be a bit more of a positive thinker. So it's a really, it's quite the journey that they go on together and then I will just say at the end, Tiny Tina isn't tiny anymore. And that's all I'll say about that at the end. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So now you're you're an educator of uh, a primary school. Is that correct? Primary school age children? Yes. Yes. I'm a primary school teacher. So you must have come across or seen these sort of episodes for children a lot with, um, as you say, social issues, peer issues, mm. uh, feelings of insecurities. Is that something that prompted you to write this book? Yes, it is. I did write it a long time ago. I wrote it actually 20 years ago. Uh, I think it stemmed, yeah, it stemmed from me, to be honest. It stemmed from me and my journey. And then I sat on the story for a while and I became an educator. And then I thought, wow, I wasn't the only one (laughs) completely struggling with who am I? What am I good at? Believing in myself. And then I started to see it every day in my job and I thought wow this book I really need to keep believing in this story and keep editing this story and then of course I had my own daughter and I really I used to read it to her a lot and then when she would get down or a bit flat or have unhelpful thoughts I used to say to her what would any angel say 
And then she just, that was enough for her to Mm. say, oh, what any angel would say to think about the things I can do. Any angel would say to think about more positive ways of thinking. And, I mean, I was saying that to her from a very young age. So really it stemmed from me, then into my profession with children and then into my own raising my daughter. Wow. And the journey to publication obviously has been quite an arc for you as well. As you said, you wrote it 20 years ago and and all these prompts and signals in the universe were telling you to do something and now you've done it. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you. So Thank you. tell us again, just tell me about the process for publishing for you as well. Like you wrote the story 20 years ago and naturally when you decided to publish, you had to go and you've gone and investigated the illustrating process. Mm. How did that go for you? How did actually bringing your book into, I guess, the imagery in your mind becoming the reality of the pages? Yeah, so I obviously would submit my work over the years. And to be honest, I look back now and think, wow, it probably wasn't ready then. Um, I really believed in it, but I think I did need those extra years of editing and altering the way I wanted it to to, um, progress, the story. Um, And then I got to a point where I thought, you know what, I'm going to really believe in myself here. Um, And I did start to submit and it's very, it's so challenging. I don't know, you know, you get an email saying, oh, we've had thousands of entries and, you know, we can't read them all and all of this. And you think, oh, how long am I going to wait? So I really just thought I'm going to believe in myself, just like any angel would say. And I thought I'm going to look for my own illustrator and I'm going to look into the self-publishing process. And I was on that journey. I found it tricky. I did reach out to um, a lot of different illustrators, different styles, and I thought, gosh, is that really what I'm looking for? I wanted a little Mm -hmm. bit more of a mythical, a little bit more of a magical. I didn't want a super realistic-looking child. or I wanted it to have a little bit of a magical element to it. So I I actually was on Instagram, and I loved um, at Hello Saris's work, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna email, I'm gonna message her and see what she says. And yeah, she was amazing, and we just bonded straight away. And to this day, I think we message nearly every day because I think finding somebody who really understands the story, your vision, uh, was it's very, it was a very magical connection that her and I got very quickly. Yeah, no, she's done a beautiful job. The illustrations are, are sublime in the book. Um, and, yeah, like we're really proud of it and proud of you for doing uh, such a great job and sticking to your passion. And it's interesting listening to you talk then a second ago about how you had to believe in yourself because it's interesting how many messages that come through children's books that as adults we almost suddenly go, oh, well, that's actually probably good advice for yeah. us as well. Maybe I need this book. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just keep reading it to my daughter, so I reinforce it myself. Yeah, no, it is. It's funny you see that you see that epiphany in a lot of children book authors. You know, they yeah. sort of go, "Oh, wow, I'm writing this book for my children," but yeah, yeah. here I am, and I'm living these things myself. Exactly, so, yeah. and I think we write these books sometimes for our inner child, and. Yeah. I really hope this is a book that isn't just read once. Uh, That's something that I really felt like I wanted a book that anytime, you know, your child was a bit down or having a bit of a bad day or just needed a little confidence boost, you can go go and get any angel and tiny Tina. We're going to read it again. We're going to remember, you know, it's okay to feel down. It's okay to have bad days. It's okay to really have those unhelpful thoughts, but 
how long do we sit in those unhelpful thoughts for? So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really hoping it's a book that people read many times. I think so. And I think it's also great because you've designed it as much as a story, but also a keepsake. So, you know, you've mm. got the book belongs to, you've got the yeah. hardback. So you've got the addition, you've got your version of a book that people can actually have to give to and pass on to mm. other children. Of course, as a publisher, I want them to buy more instead. But if they want to pass <laughs> it along, they still can't. Yeah. So, no, that's a great job. That's a really good book. Um, mm. Look, we're really proud of it. As I said, it comes out uh, in November, so it's not far, far away. Uh, people listening, uh, please do grab a copy. It is available for pre-sale uh, online, and um, you can also ask and request it coming up to November through bookstores, libraries, and perhaps wherever you buy your books online, you can also get it there. Uh, thank you, Katie, for your time today. It's been wonderful talking to you again. And for everybody listening, please do support independent authors and support Australian authors who have a vision and a passion for you know, helping our children as much as uh, dealing with their own uh, inner demons and strengths to grow themselves as authors. So thank you again for listening and thank you, Katie, for time. You're welcome. <laughs> and everybody stay well, stay healthy. We'll see you again next time on Between the Covers. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.